Welcome to podcast number 32. Guess what? No intro music. Nope. No uh, No sitting here for nine minutes uh, talking about sponsors. Nope. Nothing. Uh, but I do want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, people that email and write, very much appreciated. People that have donated, thank you very much. Yes, there is a donate button on there. Uh, for the people that have donated, thank you. And um, I do appreciate it. Uh, for the people that have also um, done some of the iTunes and SoundCloud uh, ratings, thank you very much. Uh, all appreciated and keeps me motivated um, from all the gigantic bucketfuls of money I'm making off of this. So this podcast, there's a ton of information here. And depending on where you're at, there might be one little nugget for you. There might be everything here. So uh, we're just going to dive right in and uh, get this one going. So what do I do with riders on race weekends? Pretty big topic, right? It just depends on on wh- who the rider is, what series they're in. Could be club racing, um, could be Moto America weekend with a team or an individual rider, could be on the world stage as well. So there's there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it and 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 where my role uh, fits in as well. Some things to consider for everybody is is some really basic fundamental things, and you would be um, at, shocked at how much uh, we don't prepare uh, for the race weekends. And of course, we know, right? Everybody's working. You're busy. You got jobs. Um, your guy that's mapping your bike um, said it would take a week, and it's taken two months. I, you know, I, trust me, I've been there, done that. So at least let's get some basic homework done before the weekend. Let's look at weather what's going on with your bike, any setup changes, and more importantly, what are your goals, right? I mean, I know that sounds silly. Yeah, I want to win or um, I want to uh, place as high as I can. I want to drop my lap time. But let's let's establish those things and at least get them working backwards. I think you'd be surprised by establishing your goal set before you head into the weekend. You'd be surprised at how well you can start to get that aligned. So some basic things, right? Um, weather, bike setup, what are the changes, um, you know, potential changes you might uh, make, tire compounds. Oh, did you t- call your tire guy? Little things like that. So, you know, when we when we work, um, um, I'm just going to take um, the um, Moto America weekends as an example. A little bit of a little bit of a difference uh, between the club level and, and some of the world level stuff. But the way that we're going to do that is, if, you know, we'll sit down with the rider, see if the rider's been to that track before or not, or when the last time there was there, and we will. We'll get our track map app and we'll track map out, and we'll we'll do our debrief, and we'll do a once over of the whole track. Um, typically, it's tracks that I've ridden um, or tracks that the rider's been at, and he may have a comment, I may have a comment, and we'll literally just open up the conversation turn by turn, right, turn by turn, on everything that we see. From there we'll start to narrow it down of what's important and what's not important. By just verbalizing a lot of these things, you can get rid of the things that aren't important and focus on the things that are important. Those are the ones that we want to look at. So as we narrow that down, it makes the rider's job a lot easier as uh, as he goes out there. Of course, uh, if we can, we'll do a, um, a track walk or scooter ride or something along those lines as well. So... <clears throat> You know, when we get there in the morning, um, we'll talk to the crew chief and we'll, we'll talk to them and see, uh, see what, what they've done to the bike, if there's any changes, not any changes. Um, maybe there's new brake pads in the thing. Maybe there's a new motor, um, new suspension setting that's been discussed. So we'll look at all that. But what we will do, what we will do first before the rider goes out, and I do not care what any of the setup changes are, is we're going to go out and establish where the bike can be. And I'm, I'm going to talk a lot more about this um, uh, later on as well because it, it really is an important part with the uh, with the data acquisition. 
So we'll establish precision, right? We'll establish where the bike can be. <clears throat> we'll go over that number one order of the sport of bike placement. And we'll spend all that time to get the bike in the right place. Because everything else is worthless if we don't establish a consistent place on the track. So we can do some evaluations. So it, it might take a rider one lap to get into this. It may take you know you at your um, at your club level. It may, it may take you all day Saturday practice to get there because you haven't been on the bike in five months or whatever the deal may be. So, but we have to establish that first. So, <clears throat> as we get that established, we'll come in and we'll talk about it. And the question that I ask my riders, and it doesn't matter if it's a club racer, doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter who it is is we'll ask the one question. And the one question is, what's holding you back the most? And the racers look at this and it's typically fairly obvious what's holding them back the most. Whether um, maybe the track has got no grip, maybe it's been, maybe it's March and uh, the track doesn't have any heat in it yet. Great. Maybe it's a new suspension setup. Maybe the rider um, has got jet lag, who knows. But we'll ask, what's the one thing that's holding you back the most from achieving your goal? And then that's the thing that we start to work on. A great, a great example of this, I give you two great examples of this, is uh, the last race weekend of 2016 here at uh, New Jersey Motorsports Park. What we messed with uh, when, when, uh, with the um, M4 team is the riders went out, came back in, and I asked Valentine to beast what's holding you back. And Valentine says, me, I am not riding well. I didn't have a good session. Um, I need to work on myself. I don't want to change anything on the bike. The bike is great. I need to work on me and my focus and my bike placement. And once and once we had that, then the crew chief's like, oh, great. I don't need to do anything. Valentine's going to work on himself. I had another rider that they were evaluating a set of forks. So that rider uh, that comes in and he says, nope, the things, you know, at the bottom of the stroke, the thing's pushing, um, you know, basically felt unstable at the bottom of the stroke. I can't go as hard as I want to go because that's what's holding me back. So those are two, two things to look at when you look at it. Is it the bike or it's me? And uh, that's, a, that's a, um, a really good way to, to shortcut that learning curve of, of trying to improve. So we say, what's holding you back? You, you can, you know, for the people that have listened to some of my other uh, podcasts, we had a really good one in um uh even uh, podcast 30 right breaking bad habits instead of thinking it's a bad habit it's what you're not good at or what what have you plateaued out it's the same thing what you're not sure what's holding you back what are you not good at where are you getting past right what where do you think is your weakness that's another way to look at it so as we go from there we'll start working on all these sessions i really like to work with video and the reason I like to work with video, and this is something that I introduced um, uh, to the teams um, in, um, in Portugal this summer, was the first day um, when Jay Uribe went to a track he didn't uh, um, know is we ran video. So we ran video and we could run video during, during these free practice sessions. We ran video, we come in, we watch video. Data guy downloads the data and comes running over with his laptop wanting to look at the data. And I said, I'm not even ready to look at data. Why would I want to look at data if we're missing apexes, which he really wasn't, but we had to work on some precision, right? Where was the bike supposed to be? The data didn't mean anything. We didn't have a consistent way of getting around the racetrack. So we worked on video first, bike placement first. We, we worked on that. 
And uh, it was great because by the end of the first day, Jay was closer than pretty much he's, uh, he's almost ever been by shortcutting that, right? By putting the bike in the right place. Okay, now I got some data that I can look at. Now the data guy can come over and say, guess what? Now we've got some consistency with everything. So we using that using the video uh, for that was a, was a, um, a fairly massive thing. So <clears throat> we established precision, we established bike placement, what's right and what's wrong, and then we've got something to work on, and that's actually when the data starts to come into play. So <clears throat> having worked with a lot of data guys, and there's 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 some amazing amazing data guys. Um, a lot of the data guys are just so good, right? They're just so good at reading all this stuff. But what I've found is that the data, it's easy for the data guy to say, um, hey, you're, uh, you're not at wide open throttle here. Um, you're um, you're uh, rushing the corner here. You're doing this. But most of them, no, no knock on any of them, is they don't, there, there's not a, um, there's not an order in how to fix it, right? There's not a specific way to fix it. It's, you know, if the rider's not going to the brakes early enough or late enough, it's easy to go, hey, go to the brakes later. Well, it's like, yeah, you get on the bike and do that. Or, hey, you need to get to wide open throttle sooner. Um, hey, you get on the bike and do that. And then that's where we start looking at some of the nuances um, and we can start to match video up with that. So data's a big deal, um, but we'll introduce data at the right time. And the nice thing is, is what I was able to do is to take a look at some of the things with um, the data versus what you know with with what's holding them back on the data to deciding is it the bike or is it the rider so th this is really where the biggest um, um, help uh, that I found with with some of these teams is sitting there with the crew chief right because the crew chief blames the rider rider blames the crew chief right that's just how it works so being able to say, hey, this is happening, that's a rider issue. That's on the rider. Or ha listening, listening, to the, listening to the rider and hearing something consistent or hearing something that, that I know is a bike issue, I could say, hey, that's on you. We need to make a spring change or shock change or geometry change or so something, right? Because that's on the bike, right? That's holding the rider back. And that's based on how the rider's communicating to me of all the fundamentals so my job my job with with um, the data is sort of is basically an interpretation decoding it um, seeing if the you know if the data if the data actually corresponds to what the writer's feeling um, or what's holding it back bike issue or rider issue and that that is um, that's turned out to be a pretty big deal um, some of the things that we do um, on race weekends, uh, we do some uh, warm-ups, right? We do some warm-ups with eye-hand coordination, and you'd be surprised at what a difference that makes getting your brain up, right? Instead of rolling out of bed, yep, uh, you're, you know, your crew chief's been down at hot pit for, um, you know, an hour and a half, and then you roll in, you know, three minutes before um, you're supposed to go out because you've already been up for 20 minutes. Um, on a world level, guess what? That doesn't hack it right? You're basically going to get your ass handed to you if that's your attitude. These guys are as serious as a heart attack. Warm-up procedures, they're lasting 45 minutes with some of these guys jumping rope, running, riding their bicycle, eye-hand coordination, some video games. That They're as serious as a heart attack. So warming up your brain is just as important as warming up the bike. So something for everybody to think about if that's what you're doing. 
Um, I know I, I take myself through some through some uh, basic mental exercises as well as warming up my motor controls as well. Uh, something you could look at adding to your adding to your uh, pre-race uh, um, basically situation, your pre your pre-race warm up, right? Are you warming up your brain? So pretty big deal. Some of the things that we look at uh, as far as far as racecraft, uh, we look at racecraft as what's our first lap going to look like? What's what are the offensive lines? What are the defensive lines? Where are they where are they starting from? Inside or outside? In the middle? And based on that, we we make a decision and we try to stick with that decision. Yes, it can be totally dynamic based on what the what the um, the field does down in turn one, but we still want to have a plan going into it. Uh, and, and depending on where the rider's gridded, we may we may run a first lap uh, where things are pretty defensive uh, line-wise. Uh, or if we're trying to get away, we may do something where we run fairly offensive lines as well. So we talk a lot about that. We also look at our competition a lot. Uh, we look at the competition's lap times. We look at the competition of <laughs> uh, not only the, 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 the competition's um, outright speed, but how many laps they've done that speed at, right? Did they have a new tire? Did they not have a new tire? All these different things uh, that go into the racecraft uh, uh, part of it. So, <clears throat> some big, some some sort of big, big things there. Um, some of the other things that I've done on some uh, some of the race weekends uh, on the local club levels, I've um, I've taken on the uh, role as crew chief. Um, I've done that before with uh, with some of the. Um, uh, AMA teams uh, had a really good time doing that, and that's something I've kind of got back into a little bit, mainly because I really enjoy it, and uh, it keeps me sharp, right? It keeps me um, uh, a little bit on the forefront of whatever things happening with uh, with bikes and setup and and uh, equipment, and again, it keeps that communication role uh, going. So uh, the crew chief role, I think, is just a super vital vital role, and being able to uh, bridge that gap between the you know the the, the for myself. You know, coaching and instructing riders uh, to the crew chief is, has been pretty vital. So <clears throat> the last thing that we have um, that we do at the end of the days um, with, with riders is I, I give them what they call, um, it's a rider self-assessment form. And this rider self-assessment form, and by the way, my rider self-assessment form is on uh, my uh, webpage. All right, so if you go to my website, um, that's khcoaching.com khcoaching.com got that all right khcoaching.com you can go to that on the front page there's a pdf of uh, the rider self-assessment form it's not very fancy but it has all all really all the pertinent information i'd love to see people doing this whether they're club racing moto america racing or whatever we got it. We, we need you thinking about your riding i mean you're the biggest variable on the dang motorcycle right and we're concerned about setup and we're concerned about all these things but you're not concerned about yourself so Rider self-assessment form, and it's it's fairly easy, right? The way it's set up is you can um, you can circle it for whatever session uh, that you wanted to concentrate on. If you're doing specific ones, date, track, um, what your plan was uh, for the day or for the session, um, your plan execution, right? So how did you do? How did you do for your? Ex did you were you able to execute your plan? What's holding you back? Then you have to rate yourself. The, the, we don't need a story on each one of these. Like for instance, vision and focus. How did you do? Were your eyes low? Were your eyes good? Were you focused? Were you able to get refocused? Same thing. By, as you go down the list, you don't need a story. 
Some of them may not even need to fill out if they're not that big of a deal. But this gets you thinking about your writing. And this starting this conversation, um, a lot of the writers that I work on work with, they have um, um, a bike a bike assessment form they have to fill out. They don't have a rider assessment form they have to fill out. So this get this gets them talking about them and their riding, and uh, it really gets the conversation going, and it also helps narrow things down uh, quite a bit. So at the end of the day, um, we have our riders do these, they turn them in, and then uh, we go over them with the crew chiefs, and uh, they're they're fantastic. So uh, and then we get to see some uh, we get to see some trends with those. So. What I do in, with riders on race weekends, quite a bunch, right? Quite a bunch. Everybody's, um, there, there's about uh, a ton, ton of information uh, on this, uh, this podcast. And uh, <clears throat> hopefully you've been able to take a little bit of it um, for you and your needs, or at least see the big picture of, uh, of what I do.